No matter where you stand on the current recession debate, the economy is always primed for some good investment opportunities. How do I know? Well, the reason is for decades, the economy has continued to show its ability to grow, and I don't project that to stop anytime soon. Even knowing this, so many people decide that they would rather not invest for a variety of reasons. No matter what your reason is for not investing, today I want to debunk some of the common myths that I hear all of my clients say for why they don't invest. After this episode, I hope that it provides enough encouragement for you to start taking advantage of the growth opportunities that the stock market provides. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control, ourselves. Hey, what's going on? And thank you for joining me on The Financial Mirror today as we continue to improve on controlling the one thing you can control yourself. Uh, this is your first time joining. Don't forget to hit that subscribe on YouTube. And if you are on Facebook, don't forget to hit like. If you have found me on the podcast, Hitting subscribe or like, share, and comment, those are all great ways to distribute this to more and more listeners so that we can help grow the personal finance position of so many others out there. Five-star reviews, written comments, all those go a long ways, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. First and foremost, I could not be happier to say thank you. For everyone that has stuck with me over the past few weeks, it has been a, actually weeks, let's go months. It's been a few months and I am finally getting settled. You can see that I'm not on the mobile stream anymore. I'm actually being able to stream from the, the heart of our new home. Uh, so for those that are just tuning in, we did move from Hawaii to Idaho and it has been quite an adventure, not all in the sense of just the moving. We've had a ton of great adventures from backpacking trips to biking. Um, actually, we, we took our bikes out yesterday and we for the first time, and we both ended up with flat tires. I ended up having to walk uh, for two miles to, to, get the, to get my truck so that I could go and pick my fiance up with her flat tire. Um, but it was fun, right? It was just a great adventure. All in all, is to say that I was set up on a mobile for on a mobile stream for months. And if you stuck with me through all of that, I truly appreciate it. Streaming off of a laptop, staring at a wall, uh, laptop set up on top of boxes so I could get the camera right. All of those things are behind me. Uh, we closed on our house. We moved in. Everything is practically unpacked now. I uh, have my streaming set up back together. I've got to decorate the wall behind me. I've got to get some some decoration style things but all in all the setup is coming together and I could not be happier uh, so thank you for all those that stuck with me it was a great time but I'm so glad that that we are finally settled now if you are just joining in you know that I've spent a little bit of time over the past couple weeks uh, really focusing on the market I've truly tried to bring some encouragement. I've tried to bring some confidence. I tried to bring a lot of the the reality of what's going on. I tried to bring that and in, into in you in a fashion that you could know that you can be confident in the future. You can be confident in the overall market. You can be confident in all those things. Well, with all that being said, 
it's now is a, another great time to to sort of bring that together and for anyone that I've missed along the way to really show you how so many excuses, so many reasons, so many whys for why people don't invest, why they never start investing. I have I've spent a couple of weeks on retirement. That's a f- great first key of why you should invest because being ready for retirement is so so vital. But more importantly, people have been seeing this market and it's been going down and down and down. So I want to spend this first first little segment just catching you up on sort of where we're going, what we're doing. But I also want to spend a little bit of time going over four major reasons why people don't invest. These are myths. They're absolutely myths. And if you can get past them, if any of them, you know, if any of them strike a nerve with you, Hopefully, if you can get past those, you can all of a sudden see that investing is really not that bad. You can do it. You can invest. You can grow your money. You can be on the right track. So all of that's to say, I want to help you. I want to get you started, but I want to first debunk these myths. So let's look at the market news for right now. So this is where we currently stand. Picture is kind of blown out. But what I wanted to do is where my cursor is on this on this is about that 370 mark. I want you to see uh, the past week was a good week for the markets. They did continue that upward trend that we've experienced as of late over the past couple weeks. Um, and the SPY found support at about that 370 where you can see my cursor if you're watching this uh, live or, or you're, you're checking this out in the archive. Uh, you can see that about 370 between June and July really found some support. And at the close as of Friday, July 29th, 2022, uh, it had moved up to just under 412 at 411.99. So all of that's to say the market is is looking promising that this that we could see a nice little upwards trend. However, uh, nothing is guaranteed in the market. And we we don't want to we don't want to go off of that. This steam could run out. Uh, it could easily pull back down and, and, and retest that 370 support level. But all of that's to say that it's 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 currently in, 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 a, in a decent state. Uh, you're still down for year to date, uh, about 13 percent. So but but all in all, it's in a pretty good state. All of this is occurring while uh, you're hearing about the two consecutive quarters of negative GDP. Uh, which technically defines a recession. Uh, there's, there's definitely no matter where you stand on the debate. I got it. Uh, there's a debate out there over the past few days. Uh, if you're listening to this, you've heard the debate. If you haven't, it's worth you know looking into. But uh, we're trying to, I guess, redefine what a recession is. But for as long as I can remember, it's been two consecutive quarters of negative GDP in America. And uh, the the current politically correct term that's being debated is that this isn't a recession, it's a transition. And uh, anyways, I'm not here to get political. I'm just here to say that that we are in a recession going off of basic um, principles that, that historically have been defining of a recession. So we are in a recession. So don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Definition wise, that's what it's always been. We're in a recession. So historical definition there. Uh but knowing all this, you could feel like, well, now just isn't the right time to start investing. I see the market. I, I see what you're talking about. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the market. I see it. I'm, I'm, it's right there, you know. But 
now's just not the time. You could be thinking that. Well, I want to tell you that you could also be thinking about this completely wrong. Now is the time to start investing. And I challenge you to start that. But today I'm going to go over four common myths or excuses uh, that I hear clients say of why they aren't investing. And then after I discuss each of them, I'm going to give you something you can do if that one relates to you. If that's what's relatable to you, I want to debunk that one on the spot while it's fresh on your mind so that you can start investing today. So that you can get over that roadblock and start investing today. So let's get to it. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor, obviously, is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast, and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So number one. Number one thing I hear is you need a lot of money to invest. And I'm going to start with this because this one is probably the one that I hear the most. Most likely, I hear you need a lot of money to invest by so many people. So many people say, oh, yeah, you need a, you need a lot of money to invest. And if you don't have a lot of money, it's, you know, you don't, you don't, there's no point in investing. You, you're not going to, your money's not going to grow. Uh, I'm going to say that it's, that's totally false. It's totally false, and you know it's false because it's in my four myths that I'm going to debunk. Uh, but, but truthfully, this couldn't be further from the truth. No matter how much money you make, you can invest and grow your money. And that's the part that I really want to, to dive into. So really think about that. If you're not investing the money, what are you doing with it, right? I've done episodes on how investing versus savings account. I've done episodes on why you should invest. I've done episodes on all these things to show you that money invested grows. So if if it is growing, $10 is growing or $1,000 is growing or $100,000 is growing, what are you doing if you're not investing it? What are you doing with your money? Because if you're just putting it in a savings account, yeah, I got it. The savings rates are, are coming back up. I think my savings account just sent me a thing that it went up from 1.2 to 1.5%. Cool. Uh, yeah, the, the market, I said at the beginning, it's down 13% on the year. I got that. I got it. But all in all, the market tends to return 7 to 10%, which is about 6% higher than your savings account's going to return. So if that's your, if that's where you're putting your money, for the simple fact of uh, that's all you know, well, that's not really your reason is that you you need a lot of money to invest. Your reason is that that's just all you know. But no matter how much money you make, you should be investing and growing your money. Now, that's not negating that you need a savings account. You need a savings account. You need your emergency fund to sit somewhere that's easily uh, liquidable. But you have to you want to invest what you can because it just grows faster. So I've done multiple episodes 
every single one of them pointed to the exact same thing. Waiting is worse than the amount of money you invest. Remember that. It's worse for you to wait to start investing than it is for to think about how much you're investing, right? Waiting is your biggest enemy, not the amount of money, not the not anything to do with how much is how long, right? It's the it's the time that you're missing. So if this is a myth that's haunting you and keeping you from investing, here's the advice that I've got for you to overcome that. First off is you've got to invest first. You've got to pay yourself first. So when we look at our budget, first couple line items, uh, it's got to go towards yourself. It's got to go towards savings and investing, right? It's got to go to toward those two things. If your emergency fund is completely built out, you should be investing, right? So the easiest approach and the approach that I tell most people is pick a percentage. Pick a percentage of your salary that you can invest every month. That might be, maybe you're, you're already contributing 7% or 10% to your 401k. Well, maybe just put 3% or 5% towards an investment account, 2%. I'm not sure what that percentage is for you, but pick a percentage and go with it. That's the easiest route, right? Um, well, I say the easiest. It's the, it's the most equatable. And I say that because... Let's say one month you make five thousand, and the next month you have a little extra money come in, and it's like seven thousand, right? Well, if you use a percentage, now you can invest based off of how much you make. So if you make more, you invest more. If you make less, you invest less. So it's a little bit easier, and it's more it's more uh, fluid with with your income, right? Versus this other option, which is more of a fixed dollar amount, where you're just gonna Pick a number and stick to it, whether it's $25, $50, $100. But the problem with that is that if your income is, it does lower, well, now that amount that you invested could affect the amount of money that you have to do the other things you need to do. So I say all that to say the percentage is definitely one of the greatest approaches. But if you want to choose something, $20, $50, that's still a viable option. No matter which one you choose, I want to tell you that your income or you're feeling like your lack thereof income should not keep you from investing. I'm telling you that how much money you make should not keep you from investing. No matter how much you make, you should be investing and growing your money. Now, number two, you need a lot of free time to invest. This is probably the one myth that when I hear clients say it, it puts the biggest smile on my face. And the reason is, I think that this is probably the furthest from being false. Like, okay, you don't make enough money. You can't invest as much that, you know, that affects a lot of things. But when people say, oh, you need a lot of free time to invest, you know, uh, I can't help but be so ecstatic that I can show someone how little time it takes to invest. I mean, like they can pick the one activity that they do the least amount in a month. And I bet you that it takes less time to invest than it takes to do that. Whatever activity, pick an activity. I don't know. Do laundry, clean your room, clean your kitchen, like pick an activity and it takes less time to invest than that. Okay. And that's where I, I have the most fun because I get to show this person how I can change their life with very little time, right? It's one of the best trade-offs in life. So the biggest thing is that 
that I want I want to tell you is that it can be time consuming to invest. It can be. But that's if you choose for it to be. If you enjoy reading news, you enjoy reading stock data, you enjoy reading financial data, you enjoy reading charts. If all that is fun to you, sure, put more time into it. That's where I fall. I enjoy that stuff. I truly enjoy that stuff. So when I when I'm doing it, I don't feel like it's extra time. It's extra work. Like I just feel like I'm doing something I enjoy. Now, if this is not you, you can actually take an almost complete hands-off approach to investing that takes very little of your time. And I mean very little of your time in the grand scheme of things. So no matter where you fall in that in that uh, paradigm of, of, of how much time you want to invest or how much time you enjoy doing this stuff, you absolutely can pick, pick a side, pick in the middle, pick whatever and start investing and it not take much of your time. Now, if this is something that you struggle with, if you're like, yeah, I just think it takes too much time. The best advice I can give you is to sit down with me and we can together overcome that roadblock. We'll have a conversation. We'll discuss what your goals are. And I will ensure that you have a plan that you can utilize to take the best approach to reach those goals and invest with very little of your time if that's something that is is something is valuable to you. If you're having trouble with time, if you're struggling with investing because of time commitments, sit down with me, go to thefinancialmirror.org, shoot me the book now, shoot me a chat message, whatever you want to do. Get in touch with me and let's plan something. Let's discuss your goals and ensure that you're on a, on a track that's going to get you to those goals with very little time commitment. Now, number three, investing is too risky. Okay, so for me, skydiving is risky. Bungee jumping from a mountain is risky. Heights to me are risky. I'll ride a, I'll ride a roller coaster, but other than that, heights are risky to me. <laughs> but investing, investing not even on the same risk level. Like, you may look at skydiving and be like, man, that's not risky at all. I've, I've jumped out of a plane a, a thousand times. To me, that's risky, right? To me, that is that is risky. But when I hear this, my, my mind, when people say, oh, investing is too risky, my mind actually goes to the word intimidating. Most people, when they think of the markets being risky, I really think the word is more intimidating. So let me show you. There could be someone that is just intimidated by the market. Maybe they have, um, they don't really understand it. They see a lot of things going on and it sort of intimidates them a little bit. So they just say, oh, that's risky, but it's because of a lack of knowledge, right? Like they don't understand what they're looking at. So it seems intimidating or it seems risky. Another thing when it comes to risk, maybe they've heard a coworker or a friend or a family member say, oh yeah, I lost a lot of money in the market. Seems risky, right? Because they know someone that lost a lot. Or finally, they're just not sure where to start. Well, that kind of goes back to the word intimidated. Like they're intimidated because they don't understand it or the lack of knowledge. But it could just be that they don't know where to start. Like they kind of understand, but they just don't know where to start. All of those are reasons that I boil down to when looking at why someone thinks investing is risky, they're, they're thinking that. That's sort of the, the, the concrete base foundation of why they think is risky, whether they're intimidated by the market, they have a story that's bad, that someone else lost a lot of money, or they're just not sure where to start. So really quick, I want to debunk this with like one liners, right? I could debunk them in one line for all of these reasons. So someone's intimidated. Well, most likely 
they're intimidated because the market has a lot of moving parts. But when you really break it down, it's truly not as complex as you think. Number two, story from someone that lost a lot of money. Everyone knows someone. I'm telling you, everyone knows someone. But you don't know the details of how they invested, where they invested, and what capacity they invested, how much they invested. All of those details matter. And most of the time, you don't get that from the story. Finally, simply unsure where to start. Bingo. People will say it's too risky because the methods that they're told, the way that people, they watch videos, they read books, they do all these things, and it seems complicated. So instead, they choose to do nothing. Don't know where to start. Investing is not risky. Investing is not skydiving. It's not bungee jumping from a mountain. It's not any of those things. All it is is a simple strategy with historical data that shows you that it has grown for decades. And once you see that light, once you see that the market is truly in your favor, you will never go back. You will never go back to not investing because you see the value that it brings. And that's the value that I want you to be left with today. If that's you, if investing is too risky, please reach out. I'd love to help you. All right, last one. They think timing the market is possible. Okay, timing the market is not possible. Realize this early that you can't time the market, period. Like, Just realize that and investing is so much better. So much better. I, I pulled this, this chart together. It's literally a replica of the chart. So this is as of now. Uh, but I put, I, I highlighted five uh, recent pullbacks that have happened over pretty much the last five years, roughly. And I wanted to show you, just give you a visual that you can't time the market, right? So uh, about five years ago, there was a, a bearish pullback about that lasted about 56 days. 175 days later, there was another one that lasted 84 days. 413 days later, there was one that lasted about 42 days. 518 days later, there was another one that lasted about 42 days. 91 days later, there was another one that lasted about 175 days. Like you can see, these are just random numbers. Like you can't time that. You can't look at the market and be like, yep, I think um, I think we're about to have a pullback. It's been 67 and a half days. Like you, you can't do that. You can't time the market. If you, if you want to see it, like, if you're waiting, if you're waiting for it to drop and you're always thinking, okay, it's going to drop lower, it's going to drop. And then you're going to sit on your hands because you think, oh, it could go even lower. You'll sit on your hands or you're like, okay, it's turning around. Uh, as soon as it starts to go back up, I'm going to buy. Maybe there's a little dip in there and you're like, okay, okay, okay. It's not ready. It's not ready. And then all of a sudden it just takes off and runs. It leaves you, right? All those good prices you could have got in at and you waited, you sat on your hands. So either way, you're pretty much going to always do nothing. You'll always do nothing when you're trying to time the market because you think there's always a better time to buy. Later, later is going to be a better time to buy. Next week, I'll buy because the prices will go up. Next week, I'll buy because the prices are going to come lower. Next week, I'll buy. Like It's always next week. It's always next month. It's always next year. Once again, remember I said, it's not about how much money. It's about waiting. It's about the times. The biggest killer of investing is time. You lose time. You can't lose time because you can't get it back. So this is where I continue to, to tell people, stick to dollar cost averaging, understand its benefits, and you will prosper. 
If you don't know what dollar cost averaging is, pretty much it's it's investing through ups, it's investing through downs, it's just sticking to something. If you're going to invest 10% of your income, you're investing it every single month, no matter if the market's up, down, sideways. You're investing the 10%. That's the part that, that I'm talking about. If you'll do that for any amount of time, you will see its benefit and timing, you, you'll realize timing means nothing. Timing is an excuse. Timing is a reason for people to not have to invest. They'll say, oh yeah, but it's going to come down a little bit more tomorrow. Oh no, 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 but it's, it's going to, I'm going to buy next week and it's going to go up right after I buy it. Like you can't do it. You can see the randomness of the numbers that I put in front of you. If you listen to this on a podcast, you can always, you can go look at the chart and see how far apart some of those pullbacks are. You can look at this video if you're listening to this on a podcast and see this example that I throw up of the spy and how far out, like how random these numbers are, right? Um, it, it's crazy, but you can't time it. So don't try. Uh, there's, there's absolutely no chance for you to be successful if you're constantly waiting to time it. Most of the time when people try to time the market, they buy the high and they sell the low. They, they literally buy at the worst time and sell at the worst time. Like that's normally the way it goes if I'm just being honest. So stick to dollar cost averaging. It takes the, the thoughtfulness out of it. You just invest. You just invest, invest, invest. It's the easiest way to go. Now, the, the, those are the four ways. Like those are the four ways that people are constantly convincing themselves to not invest, right? So if you are not investing, there's a good chance that one of those four reasons struck a nerve with you. There's a good reason. Though people, you're not the only one. And that's the part I want to say is you're not the only one that struggles with those. I hear client after client after client pick one of those four reasons for why they're not going to invest. Just one of them. They pick one. Some of them pick two because they get tired. They, they stop believing the one that they were telling themselves and they tell themselves another one. But all in all, what they're really doing is finding reasons because it's not comfortable it's not familiar, and they're not really sure how to get started. So I'm telling you this. I know that these are common. I know because I hear it. But I want to challenge you to get through it, to get started, to start investing. I've provided a way after every single one of these that you can combat and get past that roadblock of that myth, excuse, whatever you want to call it, that's keeping you from investing and growing your money. All of these were ways that you could combat it so that you could jump in and start investing today. You can't time the market. You don't need a huge salary. You don't need a lot of time. And you surely shouldn't think that it's too risky. There's too much history. There's too much data that goes with the stock market to think that it's too risky. Don't stop your money from growing because of one of these reasons. One of those reasons are plaguing you if you're not investing. I know it because... They're so common. They're so common, those four are. Every day that you wait is another day that you could start investing and build wealth. Every single day that you wait, a year from now, you will wish you had started today. Ten years from now, you would have wished you would have started today. I did an episode on retirees and retirement, and the one thing that people most commonly say is, I wish I would have started earlier. If there's something I could tell myself, I would tell my younger self, I wish I would have started saving earlier. It's so common, but we choose to not listen to that because of one of these four reasons. I don't make enough. I don't have enough time. 
It's too risky. Oh, I'll just wait. Next week, I'll time the market. None of those are good enough reasons. And I got one more for you. I want to end with this. So this is actually a freebie. I'm going to give you a number five because it's really a number five kind of reason. But people don't invest because investing isn't quick money. It's not fast. It doesn't happen overnight. Like you're not just rich next week. That's another reason people don't invest. Like, well, why? Why? This this I want it now society that we've created, they want quick money. They want money that's going to be there next week. They want their account filled to the max in a month with little effort. But what I'm telling you is that if you will start today, you and you'll be fully committed to sticking to it, you will become wealthy. Like I'm telling you that. Like you will become wealthy. There's not another option. But it's something you have to start early and you have to continue to do to be able to get there. So I challenge you to do that. I challenge you to go out and and really give it your all to start building wealth today. Start investing today. If you want to build wealth, it's not a quick event. If you want to have a, a leave a legacy for your family, it's not a quick event. Quick money does not last. It doesn't have the capacity to last like that long built wealth. And the reason is quick money, there's not a lot of hard work that goes into it. You it comes and it goes. You've got to put when when you grind to get to a million dollars, that million means that much more to you. So start that grind now and start building money. You will build wealth. Now, if you are ready to take control of your finances and ensure you are on the right path to getting exactly to where you want to be, I challenge you to head over to thefinancialmirror.org. Hit the book now in the middle of the screen and you will be able to schedule a free consultation with me. What we will do is we will sit down. We'll go over if a financial coach is right for you. If we decide that it is, there's a couple of packages that you can do so I can work with you one-on-one to get you to where you want to be financially. And I want you to know that the free consultation, totally no, no commitment required. Sit down, we'll have a conversation and decide if it's right for you. Secondly, if you do want to give some extra dose of support to the stream, just head on over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. There's always new merchandise getting added. And I, I truly think that every single day when new merchandise gets added, it's that much better. Uh, I always look forward to the new, new items that are getting added to the shop. Finally, I truly appreciate everyone for, for tuning in today. I appreciate everyone that continues to support the stream. I appreciate everyone that subscribes, that likes, that comments, that shares the streams every single week. It means so much to know that so many of you are improving your personal finances through the financial mirror. If you are listening on the podcast, thank you. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review and a written comment as both of those go a long, long way. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives. 